Toddy Toddy. God damn it. God Almighty. Got it right in there. I know. How you doing, Eric Register? Pretty good. He's snapping over there. I thought that my headphones were going to blast off. I know. Well, the music didn't come through loud enough last time. This is a jam. Is this cannabis? This is Mad Child. Just learned about it this morning. <laughs> I wanted to say some... Uh, is this Mr. Cheeks from Lost Boys? I don't know what the hell you mean. Just an obscure 90s rapper. Just to tell the people... Yeah, I used to watch uh, 106 in Park. After school. Nobody knows what you're talking about. BET. It's the Black Entertainment Network, sir. We weren't allowed to watch that. <laughs> oh, yeah? No, I could watch it. Night at the Apollo. Oh, yeah. Learned a Mr. lot of Sandman? lessons. Yeah. The guy that came out with a hook. Yeah. Did I ever tell you I did a stand-up show? It was a black stand-up show. Mm-hmm. They still paid me, but I got the hook. Wow. <laughs> Sandman? Yeah. Really? Yeah. But it wasn't like a big showroom. This isn't a bar. How did they do it? This was the kind of show that they opened with one of the, like the guys, the promoters' girls, like uh, doing like a an emotional song. Oh, it's like (laughs) so a true open mic. I'm like, no, no, it was a book show. It was a real show. That's uh, well, how did they tell you to get off the stage? they booed a lot of wordplay jokes. Yeah, dad puns. Yeah. Well, <laughs> man, that's what I'm telling you. I, I forced I learned it. that lesson. I've, I Tampa News forced it in there. Yeah. Um, and it, 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 you know, it was one of those things where I was like, why did I think this was going to go well in like a nightclubish bar that's doing a stand-up show on a Sunday night in down, 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 downtown St. Pete? But like, out of spite. You kept on. No, I just you make bad decisions sometimes right beforehand. They didn't like Tampa X, the joke. You can't even get to the setup because they're already not. They're not in it. Oh. It was one of those shows where you you get up and there's no spotlight. It's like a um, colorful dance floor light on you, and you're like, come on. Really? Uh. And it's a mic stand that's a music one, so it has like an elbow to it, like mm. a 45 degree angle. Oh, you know these little things when you're doing anything that like. Most people think of stand-up, they think you're just fucking around, and it's like, no, you you no. notice all this shit like immediately when you walk in. I my stool and my microphone and my bottle of water. And, and no one to talk to and me. And that's it. No, you just, you're neurotic. So it's like the, the less things you have to worry about. That's why I stopped moving around with the mic on stage. I pulled a Ron White and just kept it there. And then just that's better for me. Yeah, a lot of people do that. Uh, but I can't focus. That's the thing. No, not a lot, really. What? Just just keep it in the stand. The, oh, the whole time you mean? I pretty much keep it in the whole set for an hour. If I do an hour. Do you have an hour? <laughs> I've got three bad hours. Oh, okay. <laughs> I do want to uh, get Matt Fernandez in here. Yeah. He's going to come in here anyway because we're working on a project. Uh, a script punch up. But yeah, that's what yeah. I was gonna get at. Where? What's the deal? Uh, Are we allowed to talk about? It? We're not probably. Not. We're allowed to talk about it. Oh, okay. We just. I mean, I don't. Not in detail. We can say we have the gig. I think. Yeah. So we had been talking about the name of the show, which we won't say, but it was yeah. not the name of the show. <laughs> we were calling oh, yeah, it yeah, one yeah. thing, <laughs> and it was the name of the episode, and not the name of the show. And you and I. Spent I think 20 minutes talking about a rename. Well, for the listeners, this might be really vague. So I'll say we thought 
we read the script a long time ago and forgot the name, and we thought it was something else that was in the script, and you know, things got, like that. We got a, a walk in. We've got a crew of Damien. people walking in. Jesus, um, okay. It's all right. It's, they're off camera and off mic, but uh, you know, it's one of those things where the Matt, I want Matt in here to tell us about the production. How do you do your own comedy special? Because I might get a wild hair and try to do the same thing and just copy him. Just I technically do his, do his act. Technically, I still have a contract with New Wave Entertainment, which put, is putting out big acts. Uh, They're I, still in business. No, it's the one that put out like when I signed. They had Whitney Cummings, I think, under contract, and I just heard Alonzo Bowden say he's doing his with New Line or oh. New New Wave. Excuse New me, New Wave, New Wave Entertainment. So I signed a contract in 2010. I should call him up on the show. What for life? How long was the contract know, for? It, it? Perpetuity. You didn't read that shit at all, did you? It's not very long. No, it's like three pages. I got it. I found it the other day. I was trying to organize my life. Was and this so, before or after you had your uh, legal hair up your ass, where you make everybody sign creepy documents all the time? Cre- <laughs> creepy documents? Yeah, really long for, and little tiny letters. For business? Sneaking in there. Well. There's nothing sneaky about it. It's just how do you get fucked in business all the time, right? Mm-hmm. It's everybody I talk to never worries about the legal part of of what they're doing. Uh, yeah, I know because it's it's hard and it's boring and it's like I'm just busting your balls. I, I know, know it's but necessary. I want to give that advice out there. I like you can just uh, dummy ballpark. If I see a contract and it's not that long. <laughs> To me, right. it, it means it's not. It's probably not really tight. Yeah, and you're only as ti- you're only as good as your tight. If it's not contract. tight butthole, it's going to be uh, used against you. I'll use the, the metaphor from the movie Airheads. It's like a dolphin's butt watertight. All right. <laughs> I think everybody should be watertight. Do we lose everybody? We didn't even mention John Paul Labadee is uh, producing today. Who running the Mevo? Oh, behind the curtain. Oh, hey, bud. I gave him a microphone. Hi. That, thank you. <laughs> Man, that was good. I'm gonna take the microphone away. I need to be able to ch- to mute him from over here. Well, we want you without to, climbing under the table. We want you to be producer, uh, mas- uh, master producer. We got to give you like a power producer title or something. Master. Like that. I think that you want to tell your master story that you were talking about earlier. No, your new discovery. I or you told me you to not tell to bring it? that up anymore. I mean, it's a pretty good story. It's I, a good one. Come on, it's, come on. This is pragmatic advice. Yeah, come on. It's it's uh it's it's using what resources you're given. You know, uh, your the offense, your your quarterback. You're you're just taking what the defense gives you, right? <laughs> you see eight men in the box, press coverage. Give them a little signal. I'll give you a little Go time deep. to think about it. Like Go around deep. here, we don't we don't have a lot of working capital when we started uh, this agency slash firm. So. You know, you get really good at being a raccoon of uh, resourcefulness. We're very mm-hmm. good of we're very good about ha- doing a bunch of workflow hacks uh, with no kind of budget here. Yeah. Well, that's perfect for what we were talking about earlier. I mean, I definitely found a hack in my system. Okay, what is it? Let the what is let the, the audience just, know. If you I don't mean, say at least it, my we're face isn't it. on camera, but it's yeah. fine. I finally learned. We'll just superimpose your face on the TV or something later. We'll fix it in post. Yeah, I'll do that. I'm. I mean, I just. I finally learned how to jerk off dry. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what you wanted, Eric? Oh, yeah. that's what we were talking about. Oh fuck. 
You son of a bitch. You oh, lured me in. I, I'm <laughs> concentrating on the angle. Wait a again. minute. So uh, a dry run? A dry rub? Mm-hmm. Like you're, I don't know you're, if I'd even call it a rub. You're taking yourself to your own barbecue. Anybody? Nothing? Crickets? All right. I just like to leave you guys hanging. Let no, you guys work it out. It's not a rub. It, what I can tell so far, it's more of a... We're going to have to break down the game film on this, but not literally. I don't want to see any film. The uh, reality is that I just can't believe that this is just come, coming coming huh. into your life. Like, I feel like I've well, always How was just, that not the first thing? What did you start I've out al- with? You've always used uh, some kind of uh, lubricant. And I just always, I think I might have always looked down on people that I've heard looked, they did it dry. I'm like, poor bastard doesn't even have, can't afford lube. Oh, you think they're literally it's poor? It's a poor person thing. So I don't know. I was just what? like, I always had lotions and <laughs> Mother, oils. bring me my lotions and oils. oils. Yeah, you the know, butler so brings it on a tray. Dry wasn't even an option, you know. It's so, always been an option. So where yeah, were that's you? That's what I know. That's crazy. I want to know where been. you were. I want the setting because I'm thinking camping was my first instinct because that's like where you forget something he and did tell us bored, the story and you're bored it's the most obvious place when you know your car <laughs> in traffic <laughs> okay maybe not so obvious no you i woke up with morning wood and it's just like in the golf course what are you gonna do with that because i don't want to get up rick flair likes it mm-hmm. so tell me i don't need my sound effects on. my belief nowadays is convenience is everything for let's call you the customer the customer the customer to your own uh dick store and um <laughs> but i'm saying like all right let's look at we're in an age of uh of people delivering stuff all the time if we want it you don't have to get up anymore you can just fucking you can be that psa uh, weed commercial where you just fucking melt into the couch. You just are the couch Ugh. eventually. Yeah, you become one with it, like some gross transformer or like something. A puddle. And like, uh, yeah, and that only made me want to do weed when I saw that commercial. And I was like, I was like, so relaxing. Damn, that guy's got some chronic. Um, what? So <laughs> we're not letting it go. No, I, I no, we. I have a lot of questions that I, I, I pulled punches before when you told it before that episode started. When you okay, so before we, were you like really holding back, and you were just like, "Oh man, I just gotta do this," but I don't have any mayonnaise or whatever you're using. Yeah, no, you know what's interesting, really. I think uh, what I figured out, and I'm actually uh, proud of myself. I had such a raging heart on that morning that it was just like I had to do something. I'm, I'm I, can, I don't even got too. time to get up. So I, I mean, maybe it was we maybe get that. it was That's the biggest the demand, boner right? I've ever had in my life. It was just. Or supply. It forced me That's to do supply. it because what it was supply? like it was just yeah it was supply or demand, or and demand. Yeah, your <laughs> dicks your dicks is supply, right? In this scenario, I guess it could yeah. be either or depending on your perspective. Libido is the demand. Yeah, yeah, and then convenience was right there in the middle of that X where supply meets uh, demand. And you're the customer, and your Definitely dick is the store. The the dick is the demand. So come is the product. So I want to know about the internal battle with yourself of, of being a lazy shit. Because I know there was one, right? You're like, I should get up. Yeah, there was some lube <laughs> nearby somewhere, and you just said, fuck it. You obviously have to get up at some point. But I <laughs> right. just wasn't ready so, so, so to So this get is up. the debate. You did have it in your head. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, Am I going to get out of bed today? You know, I'm trying to think about how it happened. I think I woke up. 
drunk already with my hand on my dick. Do you ever do that? Sure. Sometimes, yeah. And mostly for protection. Uh, I so I yeah, that's how it happened. And man, I I swear it's it's a revelation and it's added a whole new spin to everything. My life. No. It's reinvigorated my. Did you come in it? <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk uh, follow up. Let's talk. You know, business is a lot about follow up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I think. Um, most of business is really follow up if you break it down, you know. Uh, yeah. So, in thinking ahead, thinking three steps ahead, you know, did you? Sometimes you shoot from the hip, no pun intended. But uh, what are we doing with cleanup here? What are we talking? <laughs> right on your belly? Oh man, no, I'm not a heathen. Like a otter? I can't just leave it there all day. <laughs> Let shorts stick to you. No, it's uh. Uh, how lazy are we going? That's all I'm cleanup. asking. No, it's immediate, immediate cleanup. Did you hit a dip while you're doing it? Like, well, I'm wondering what the setting is. Maybe around. I hit my jewel. Well, that's something I would never think of not cleaning it up. I didn't know that was an option. Can you do that? Yeah, when you're not, mar- you don't. You you answer to no one. <laughs> you can you do know it what when scares you are married me too. about it all? Yeah, I mean, yeah. The, what? It, you can jerk off anywhere. Oh, yeah. <laughs> scary. I've been That's to New York. Scary. Yeah, I've I seen mean, it. You know, because usually, I, you know, you'd have to have the whole situation going. You know, you'd, have, candles to have, the, and you'd the, have to have the towels, the lubes. Yeah, Jean-Claude Van Damme candles. movie. Yeah, you did say you like it. it, it you like the setup. Like, Real lube. A, a lot of ladies a lot of lube. do, which I'm with you, man. Put rose petals down for yourself. Make it an event. Get no. a little scented candles going. Turn off the lights. You know, turn your phone on airplane mode. <laughs> Watch a little Meg Ryan. <laughs> um, get a little sleepy. We obviously did a lot of pre-production um, planning for this one. Are we done with this? No, no I'm just I saying. Mean, uh, we got to go over the analysis after after the. Uh, do you think we could episode. do a whole episode on this? Oh, I could easily do a whole episode on this. There's a lot of ways to go. What was he thinking about? Could we do a whole? What's his inspiration? A, a branch off podcast. Yeah. JP jerks it dry. Named it just then. I want to know what you guys prefer because you said you've been doing it. I know Eric's a lube guy. He's a he's a heavy lube kind of guy. I'll give I'll 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 give a uh, preface to let anybody that's in my family that listens to this just bow out uh, if they haven't already. Um, my family needs to stay on <laughs> and listen to this. Petroleum jelly is the way they to go. To, my parents need to know this. That's the way to go because it doesn't dissipate. It's Ever, a, even in the shower days later. I've got like three inches of <laughs> <laughs> refuse on there. Um, That's No, it does. It's soap. You it can, comes it, off with soap. You, we're talking Vaseline? Yeah. Yeah. And then you can use it if you go boxing later. You yeah. can put it on your cuts. Put it under my eyes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those, those glancing blows. You don't want to use too much because it's like you said you get a layer on your dick where it's like can't even fucking feel anything. I mean, I'm going to shower after usually. Yeah. Not showering. That's ooh. Vaseline. Okay, that's the jelly stuff. That's just messy, man. You could use that on a car engine, or it's not. It's not used. It's out of the jar, fresh. I'm not having to like repurpose the shit. Are you picturing John? Paul, are you picturing me under him the hood of my two car? Fingers and you know how you get the Vaseline out with your two fingers, and it looks so gross when someone else does it. Well, don't picture it, weirdos. I'm, that's all. We are trying to illustrate the settings of these things for. The listeners, we were trying to paint 
pictures with our words. Um, and you ever think about like when if you're jerking off in front of the computer and you're like, oh man, the camera. What are you doing in the computer? What if they um, what if they hack my camera and shit? And it's like, I'm not worried about them seeing me jerk. It's like, what if they could flip the camera around and see what's on my screen? That's really what I guess is. The scary part. Now I got a lot of questions for you. What? <laughs> That's a whole other podcast. Okay, we can do another episode you just know, on that. What's hilarious is I'm not scared of the cameras when I'm jerking off. I only think about it when I'm sitting on the toilet taking a poop in the morning and I'm looking at my phone and the camera's pointing towards my my morning dick, which is not too selfie. impressive. <laughs> so yeah. I'm like, that's what I think you about it. Like they're the gonna get a picture of my little dick, little purple top. Yeah. yeah, I think you get what you deserve if you're if you're spying through those the people cameras yeah. and other people's shit. Like, hey man, you're probably gonna like most people are gross. Most people's phones are disgusting because I ladies too, we we know you're pooping in there and we know you're on your phone. Like I just saw a thing that said every McDonald's touchscreen ordering thing robot that they tested had poop on it. I don't care. But that doesn't bother me, though. You know, like... McDonald's is... Dude. If you went to McDonald's anyway, you're already at a... You're fucking... Yeah, if you're you're going... Don't bother going into McDonald's. It's like they have the new touchscreen order deal. It's the most inefficient thing. They had a person standing over our shoulder be like, do you know how to do it? (laughs) <laughs> you know how to do it? Like, like the kiosk at the airport? Yes, and exactly. Like, do, you, do you have this? And it's like, why aren't you just taking my ticket? I know. Like, why are we adding robots to this? Because yeah, they can't it's... make change. The old Sinbad joke from like 88. Remember yeah. that? Uh, and now this you, with the poop. Why don't you just take what's what you think you need to get back? Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't remember that joke, but it's, I'm uh, sure it was good. Sinbad's a treasure and a national hero? Sinbad is legit. He is, uh, I heard him on a podcast, he was talking about how he's never bombed, and it's like, I kind of believe that, because he's just the type of guy that goes out and is funny. I can't tell if he's a nutbag or not. He's a little, you gotta be a little bit. Well, he believes in astro, uh, what is it, astral? Astral projection. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. But, I mean, he convinced me. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, man. I mean, I'm I'm down to believe some shit that people have seen in their own minds. What is that? That's when you float above yourself while you're sleeping? It's basically... Uh, leaving your body, going to other places in your mind, you know, maybe. So, it, you, I'm not gonna say you, people can't do it. That sounds like a placebo kind of thing to me. If you want to manifest it in your head, you can dream it, probably, right? Sure. But uh, then it's real to them. Well, now we're getting to some real Inception shit. And then I'll start crying if I really think about mm-hmm. it, because I don't know how time or space works, and it bugs me out. So, me neither. That's a good segue into plugging. Is there the a in- fire the, over there? The incremental? Yeah, the incremental. I guess I got to record another one, huh? Yeah. Uh, so we, we're going to start splintering a little bit more content. Um, Eric's doing a solo one called The Incremental. It's about uh, wellness, the Wim Hof kind of methods. Yeah. Uh, I assume it's going to be all Wim Hof. I assume a subplot to the whole thing is kind of your wellness up and down, mm-hmm. maybe. Uh, Mostly just up. Well, there's mental. There's it's mostly mental, really. Oh, if we talk about my mental wellness, then. Well, most all right. It looks physical, but most of it's mental, right? Yeah. So breathing. It's stuff, all for the mental. Right, right, right. Breathing, is just, it's just it, like it can have physiological changes. Right, and that's something I'll talk about because there is scientific evidence behind all of it. So that's nice to have. Yeah, we were talking about how do we step up this this kind of little network or this podcast into a little bit more and have more content uh, while we're you and I have kind of uh, schedules that you know 
it's a, it's a little hard to meet as much as we want. And so I'll, I'll start something. I'm not sure yet what I'm doing on my side, but yeah, probably some how to dork shit, but yeah, probably dork. I'm going to come in, I think early one day, do like at 6am. Yeah. I think that's good. Fitting. You know, that's when I'm, well, you, you convinced me to get up. You convinced me to get up at four thirty. I've been doing it the last three and a half weeks now. Um, definitely have gotten a lot more done for yeah, sure, dude. Um, Just gotta you got to do the hard part is two and a half more weeks. I can't wind. Say. I can't wind down at night. That's my only thing. Yeah, uh, that's an anxiousness of work because I'm still playing from behind. I was reading a thing about for it was a parenting thing, but it, I'm sure it works for grownups too. But just having a, a hot bath or a hot shower before bed does something mentally to sure. make you prepare for sleep. And then being in a cold room with a fan on, which mm-hmm. is obvious to most men, because that's that's the, the all-time battle between husband and wife. You turn the fan off; it's cold in here. Yeah, I wonder how I'm long hot. that. Well, I wonder when that started. Well, I mean, how old are fans? I mean, like, I guess you had to have the option of a fan to complain about yeah. the air, right? Well, you probably had 10 years where they're like, hell yeah, everybody's fire that fan on. And then a woman probably said, hey, I'm I can complain about that shit. Turn it off. My feet are cold. Yeah. And then it's like, hey, go get those wool socks that I, I took off the fucking layers animal. of my skin. Yeah. You can add clothes. Sorry, I'm getting fired up. Yeah, that's always been... Uh, that's always been a constant battle. I don't know what that's about. Yeah. I think, I also think if you're vegan, you you have that even worse as a as a chick. Mm. Yeah, what being cold? Yeah, yeah. Because you're not. I don't. For some reason, like you're you not need healthy. that red meat. Yeah, I think vegans. I was trying to think of. I don't know a vegan that I can really hang out with for probably more than like, uh, ironically, a meal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And yeah. then, like, while you're eating, they're telling you about what they can and can't eat the whole yeah. time. Yeah. I wonder if people think that about me, about keto shit, though, where it's like, oh, shut the fuck up, you know? Yeah, I think you only answer when asked, though. Yeah, I, I guess I feel so. like the vegan the vegan group, they, they push it out there. Yeah, I mean, I'll address if somebody's complaining about something and they're shoving something nasty down their mouth. I'm like, that's a problem right there, buddy. Yeah, I've been doing that too much just because i I got to plan the meals too. That's the that's the other thing. That's, yeah. um, that's the getting up early and getting organized and whatnot. That'll be a whole other incremental podcast just talking about eating. I don't know how I'm going to divide them up, but that's got to be something because there's like a, a laundry list of keto supplies that you want to get sort of thing to have have your base yeah and then you can build it up because right now you got an empty cupboard <laughs> you, you went to mcconaughey from uh days of confused <laughs> you got an empty cupboard man man those cupboards stay the same age uh so my thing is um just to tell the listeners we we want to try to do more we're trying obviously if you if you're watching this you can see we're doing some Upgrading of the studio, mm-hmm. uh, mostly Eric doing all the legwork, mm-hmm. and um, we're gonna have more content. I th- I think and more kind of, I think we're gonna have a better camera set up soon. So I'm yeah. excited about that. Did Adver- it say when the third one's coming? Um, this week. I I, I dropped the uh, UPS tracking in Slack. Anybody using Vimeo? I don't know if they still have the deal or not, but they're I giving think, away. I think it's year round. Oh, okay. Um, I think the price was lower, though. Uh, the Vimeo Premium subscription, we got um, 
a little upgrade, and then they give you a free Mevo camera, the new one. Yeah. So that's pretty sweet. And we justified the decision with the comedy script we're going to punch up. Yep. So that's what we're getting paid with. Um, In and out. <laughs> well, I mean, that it's silly. It's a silly gig for us anyway. So, you know. You know it's but uh, it's reinvesting. Yeah. And uh, I'm excited to use Vimeo's business part, which is the tier below it on the menu, if you're online, to have interactive videos. I think that could be a game changer for us. Yeah. Because yeah. I want to send proposals. I want to send updates. Did you did you even watch this? Yeah. You know, that I sent the you. The little test at the end. Uh, no, you put it. You don't put it right at the end. You put it like three, like 80% the way, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah, because you and I will be like, what if there's something at the end? I would skip all the way, yeah. right? What would everybody do? Yeah. So, you, you know, sending the video. We're, I'm trying to get better with the client communication of like Monday try to come this part of that schedule of waking up early and all this stuff and getting organized but monday i want to have our client communication one way video update that's maybe a couple minutes you know here's what's going on here's your project and i can just go in this middle area or in here eventually and just bang those out real quick and that's that's my hope yeah once we get the little uh, infrastructure set up We'll be a lot better off because we're. Getting but we're the still third like camera. the dry rub, you know. Yeah. We don't. We we're still cash poor, and yeah. you know we gotta we gotta do what we can do. Yeah. Um. So, I'm excited about that. I want to get a live show once a week. We're gonna do our hang sessions, and then we're always gonna try to do interviews with interesting people. I'm excited that we got the solid. Ver- I almost said soft. Uh, the solid verbal from director Billy Corbin via Instagram comment, but I'm counting it. Did you? Yeah, we count that. That counts. I'm going to do that after the show. Get a hold of him. I was going to say, yeah, we need to I don't to know how to, other up. than commenting back if we don't follow each other. Mm. Um, or I follow him. He doesn't follow me. He doesn't? He, on Twitter, he does, so I'll hit him up there. But oh. shout out to Cocaine Cowboys director and uh, grouper, um, Square Grouper director. <laughs> Knows more about Florida than almost anybody I can remember. Uh, you say that, but what does that mean? Dude, he's like... What, the history? Yeah, and, my, and Miami especially. Barometric pressures. That's kind of what I wanted to get to eventually uh, oh. for this episode. That's the theme I was going with. Yeah. Surround yourself. Barometric pressure, atmospheric pressure, right? What a segue. That's seriously what I wrote down. Did I tell you that? You wrote down barometric pressure? That's the When I was saying I had a, I had a rant... In the hopper last week. You didn't say it out loud. Uh, I didn't say that. I said I think I said gravity maybe to you at one point, but no. Okay. I don't think well, I didn't think welcome. you heard me. I did not. God, it's so weird. Um, we have a lot of synchronicities like that. What like, does that mean? What is the jump ball? You have a microphone. We're juggling the table too yes, much. Thank yeah. you, all. Yeah, yeah. Come on, man. I didn't know. I mean, did you play football. He did this. He goes. <laughs> he's not the Phantom of the Opera with the organ, like he. I know. <laughs> what do you think he's saying, Diaz? <laughs> well, he is sitting under a sheet right now. We cut out eye holes and finger holes. He may be so jerking it under the table. We don't know. Oh, that's yeah. what that was. Mm-hmm. And blaming us for the shakies. Mm. Oh, yeah. well, there we go. Either way, just clean up your mess. This we treat this office like camping. Treat it better <laughs> when you leave than when you came. No pun intended. Get it? Don't Good say anything. Uh, all right, so, but we surround ourselves with good people, like John Paul. Right, John Paul it. makes us happy. He's a, he's a uh, positive dude, right? Yes. Uh, in this office, we try to I try to give keys to freelancers or friends of the program that want to do a podcast that 
want to work out of here that aren't going to bring us down by any means, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And everybody thinks I'm crazy for doing that. Uh, why aren't you charging people for that? Why aren't it, what? And there should be something. There should be some some small fee just so it's not free. It hasn't been a problem yet, you know? But it's the same thing it's as the, positive. the free comedy tickets given out. I always use that example. Yeah. Because it may... It's not valued as it should be. I'm just saying a dollar, something. Something where they have to hand over physically a dollar. An honor box. Yeah, something like that. An honor box in an otter box. Okay. We get an old case, an old iPad case. Yeah. Yeah. That won't work good for holding lots of money. Well, it's it's not going to be a lot. lot. (laughs) Huh? So my thing is uh, I still have a... Like a you know the WeWork co-share office deals, mm-hmm. I still have my monthly subscription to one locally here, kind of as a backup office. I haven't gone in a while, but um, I have it because sometimes I like to go in there to write or work on something, and it it's very like professional, entrepreneurial, and sometimes I feed off of that. I heard Sarah Silverman a long time ago talk about she goes to hotel lobbies to write. Yeah, I mean, you could force inspiration sometimes. You know, like you can do things that when you're not feeling like doing something, just do this physical thing. Place yourself somewhere sure. different, and it'll manifest some inspiration sometimes. Yeah. But you, but there's more than one option. You know, yeah, there's sh- lots of different things you can do. Shake it up. I I I like going. I like making uh, house calls to our clients' uh, offices or or, or stores or whatever. Mm-hmm. Not bathroom. I don't hang out there that long. Um, uh, but I like that because I'll absorb the surroundings. Mm-hmm. I did it yesterday with our, our, uh, future guest, uh, Jordan Long and his new, uh, cabinet company, uh, you are cabinets, which, um, is going to be a problem phonetically saying it out loud and stuff. Yeah. Is there re- it, it's the letter U and the letter R, but people th- your yeah i know but like why is that what he's going with or not it used to be called urban. urban resto but he's going with you are i think oh because the old partner has that name or something oh okay okay at, at any rate like the old one at any rate you know he's he hasn't even really done a soft launch but i wanted to get in there just to kind of see what he's what's been going on and like i got way more ideas for this digital life that way yeah that can definitely help and we were talking local. and we were talking about discipline stuff and you know th- while we're working we're talking we're catching up on things and that that it puts you in a better mood to want to work yeah. you know it made me want to do a better job yeah uh, i think a big problem with people not wanting to work is the people around them it's like man i don't want to go fucking deal with debbie today dude it's so easy she sucks. it's so easy to drag yourself down yeah. uh, you hear someone else sulking about it and you can go yeah man fuck this yeah. you can get real indignant um, and then the whole room feels like it so that's why it's like atmospheric pressure. It's like gravity. Yeah. You know, the the more positive you get, the more gravity, the more grounded you are. But if it can go it goes exponentially the other way too. The more you kind of pull this negative surroundings with whatever you're doing. It could be at home, it could be at work. Sure. And sometimes you got to you got to fake it till you make it in that positive way. Yeah. Cuz it can it goes contagious either way. That's what right. I'm saying. Even to yourself. Right, doing the positive thing, even though you don't feel like it. Can for it's like uh, I don't know if it was a true study. They said that like just forcing yourself to smile, yeah, like improves your your demeanor or whatever happiness. 
All kinds of weird shit like that. Standing in a hero pose for 90 seconds the hero a day. Pose, I don't know if I get that, but... I don't either. I don't do it, but that was another thing. And I, was like, I, I think that's for the like CrossFitter people that never played sports growing up. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think that's for those people, but I, the hero pose, I, I tried for just to see. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I did too, and it was like I feel too stupid to feel right. Good I feel about like a myself. dipshit. Yeah, if someone walks in, I'm gonna be like, oh. Yeah, I feel like a. An, I read an Onion article or something. They're fucking with me. Um, the, the, I mean, think of any team you've been on, and someone's just a total like curmudgeon, and I like to complain, but I at least try to make it funny. <laughs> yes. And so like, I'm complaining as the. I'm going for lovable grouch. I'm not going for... Uh, right. And it's not... We don't uh, drop the nuclear bomb if we're complaining about something where it's like, I'm fucking out. This sucks. Oh, it's yeah, like, yeah. If we're complaining, it's like, we're complaining, but we're here to get the shit done. It's just you know, something to do. Yeah. Everything you know? Everything for me, inertia-wise, joke writing-wise, comedy-wise, and uh, like kind of solving problems business-wise, it's all out of frustration that I know there's an easier way... And I either dropped the ball or I haven't found that way yet. And I'm pissed I haven't. Mm-hmm. Um, but That's the two-minute warning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You got hard cuts on those uh, those sounds, baby. God damn right I do. Uh, <laughs> the hardest. <laughs> you want a nice fade out? So my thing is like, look, if you're, yeah, uh, you can do a tiny fade out. But, um, a fade away, fade out. Sure. Get so right my, on that. my thing is... You know, if you find yourself trying to do your side hustle, you're trying to do, you know, whatever it is you're trying to do with this passion you have for whatever, you know, you have an Etsy store, you know, and then someone's coming along and like, that's dumb. You know, like, you're like, okay, well, fuck you, but I'm going to keep doing it. Yeah. And that everybody knows the negative sticks around way more than the positive because that's just human nature and, and that itself becomes bigger. It makes everything bigger. I'm using a lot of comedy analogies today, but uh, I could do a show. There's 300 people in the audience, and if there's one fucking guy that just is, mm-hmm. isn't, everybody's having it but him, I, I can't not, like, my my attention's towards that. Yeah. And it's, I've stopped doing it because I just went, I just was like, well, fuck that guy. He may be having a bad day. You know, like right. he may have just been heard bad news right before he walked in. Yeah. Maybe I try to he was trying way. to do something where he was having a bad day. I'm going to go to a comedy show. That'll cheer me up. Right. And, and then arms folded him. in the front. And, and then like, the, doesn't you talk roll to out me. there and just disappoint his ass. Well, I mean, he's got to expect what's going to happen. <laughs> but I mean, like, my thing is like, uh, you know, don't focus on that so much. Just kind of keep moving. Yeah. Well, you know, as long you as you're to. as long as you're not a complete sociopath and like you don't keep moving and you're just bumming everybody else around you out. Yeah, that's um, a lot of people though. That's their personality. I'm the guy who complains a lot. Can I give one more thing that I it relates, but I, I'm I'm ashamed to admit it. It must be masturbation related. No, it's you have not, to weave in it's, a metaphor. It's, 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 Do it's it. It's a miracle. Last night I watched the movie Blue Chips. For the okay. first time, Nick Nolte mm-hmm. and so, Fernie Hardaway. The whole Hardaway. fucking movie it's is about epilogue. trying. It's, it's a weird epilogue to this. It's about no. It's about appreciating people that are just trying their best and not corrupting the whole system and making it about money. But he was just wanted to coach people that are trying their best because that wasn't good enough for the media and everybody. But if you're trying your best, go for it. Try your best. Be like Nick Nolte, guys. Jerk off, dry, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>